Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We have more and more statistics at our disposal to help us make fantasy decisions. Let's talk about some advanced stats right now on FFT and 5. Adam and Heath here. It is Tuesday for us, Wednesday for you if you're listening. Thank you very much for being a loyal audience member. We're going to talk about some stats that we like, some advanced stats that we like. And we're going to have Jacob Gibbs on him. Jacob Gibbs lives in this world. He's going to be on the full-length show to talk about advanced stats. Uh, so talk to me about air yards, both for quarterbacks and for wide receivers. We call that A dot for wide receivers, average depth of target for quarterbacks, intended air yards per pass attempt. This is how far they're throwing the ball down the field every time they throw or every time they are targeted. Uh, you know, how does it impact your fantasy rankings and decisions? I think it's interesting, especially for the wide receivers, um, just to see how they're being used. And we've talked about this before. It's it's almost better if that A dot is high, but not too high. You look at a guy like last year, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 17.9 yards average depth of target. Those types of guys don't get enough targets to be consistent fantasy producers. At the same time, you get a guy that's down around five yards per target, unless, unless he's Debo Samuel, um, that guy's probably going to struggle a little bit as well. You mostly see the tight ends in that type of range. You see the running backs and Debo even shorter than that sometimes. But if I can get somebody, you know, in that 11 to 12 range that's still doing things after the catch as well, then that's where you've really got some money. And the guy that I want to look at that's always up there in dot, except for his best year, is Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's played four years. His dot has been 14. 11.6, that was his best year. And that's not low, but it's not going to be a league leader, 11.6 average depth of target. Uh, and that was a, a 1,100 yards for Cortland Sutton and uh, just a very solid season. And then he only played one game, ran had six targets in 2020, but his dot was 17.7. Last year for Cortland Sutton, it was 15.4. So how should I interpret this? You know, the, the, His best year was by far his lowest dot year. It was still high, but not super high. But, you know, it's going to be higher than Jerry Judy's. It's going to be high. So what does that mean for Sutton? Because I'm very hopeful for him, but should I pull it back? And by the way, which quarterback had led the NFL in air yards per pass attempt last year? That was Russell Wilson. So maybe it's a good fit. Yeah, I think, um, like, the first thing you should take of that is you should just push the Heath is right button on what I said about the get a guy in that 11 to 12 range that can still do something after the catch. <laughs> that's, that's when Cortland Sutton was good. Right. Uh, it was in- It's interesting comparing him to Jerry Judy because the year that Judy played – when Cortland Sutton was not there, he had an average depth of target of 13.5. Last year, that fell to 10.5. Um, I would say if Judy's going to be around 10 to 11 and Sutton's going to be at 14 plus, then he might actually, Russell Wilson might be one of the quarterbacks that he could have more success because of that. I, mm-hmm. We're probably not. Now, maybe one of these guys will be, but I don't think either Judy or Sutton's probably going to be the guy that gets 150 targets. And averages eight yards. The target's just good because of volume. You're going to be good because you hit on those big plays with Russell Wilson. And according to the way they were used last year, it looks more like Sutton would be that big play guy. Now, the difficult thing of that is 
everything changed for those guys. They've got a new quarterback. They've got a new coaching staff. We don't really know for sure how they're going to be used. We wanted to look at two similar sort of yet sort of competing, well, complementary. I guess I'll call them complementary rushing advanced metrics. This is tackles avoided per rush. And what was the stat you were looking up? Uh, broken tackles divided by rush attempts. Right. Okay. So basically, the, you break a tackle once every how many rush attempts. Right, and this is you avoid a tackle every however many rush attempts. Uh, so we're looking at the best at avoiding and the best at breaking tackles. Seems like pretty useful stuff. We looked at the top 10 of each, and the four running backs who made the top 10 of both lists were Javante Williams, with a minimum of 100 carries, by the way. Javante Williams, Dearness Johnson, Ramondre Stevenson, and Najee Harris. Javante... Dearness Johnson, Najee Harris, and Ramondre Stevenson. They're both. Well, top I need to clarify. Was Nick Chubb on your list? Yeah, 10th. So we have five. And okay. was Josh Jacobs on your list? Yeah, yeah. Where I missed so him we too? Have six. <laughs> six of the top 10 were the same. Um, okay. uh, yeah, I, guess, I guess what you didn't give me 10 when I when we were talking off air. I'm sorry. Right. Well, I, and I did say Nick Chubb, and I think you just overlooked <laughs> it. But um, no, That's I, I think though. Six like, of ten. does that matter at all for this is a good lesson in a couple of things. One, we have multiple sites that are trying to measure the same thing in slightly different ways, not just at running back, but at variety of positions. So I think it's good to look at those in comparison to each other. And if multiple sites are telling you the same thing about a player, then it's true, probably. If you have guys who rank really well in one thing and not very well in another that's supposed to be measuring the same thing, then you know there's a little bit of a red flag there and we don't necessarily know. The other thing is that like context matters. Um, I don't know how much it matters that Dearness Johnson is good at breaking tackles unless Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb get hurt. Um, sure. Yeah. And I'm not sure in Ramondre Stevenson's situation it's going to matter very much at all. But it's, it's encouraging for Javante. It's encouraging for Chubb. It gives you hope that Josh Jacobs, even if he doesn't see that massive receiving share that he saw last year, that he could still have some value in this new offense. Yeah, and I'm looking at last year, the top 10 of the avoid rate. Mike Davis was number one. <laughs> so <laughs> it does make you wonder how much it, it really mattered. Um, but Mike Davis apparently not so bad at avoiding tackles. I, I don't really know what to make of that, but... Uh, I, I think there's also something that you can see in this stat is that guys who um, Mike Davis is also number one in broken tackles per rush attempt in 2020 as well. Um, guys who play behind really bad offensive lines mm -hmm. get opportunities to make a lot more tacklers miss. And that, I mean, yeah. And, and, but on the surface, I know we're going long here to say a guy has been top, Something like top, he was number one two years ago and top six or so this year in both broken tackle rate and avoided tackle rate. If I didn't know better, I would think that was a star. So it's right. pretty interesting. And it's Mike Davis, who's either that was better. The, that, and, and he was one of the big um, outliers because he was 30th in 2021 in terms of attempts per broken tackle. So he was not top 10 in both this year. Oh, okay. He was in 2020. Okay. He was just top 10 in. Uh, in the avoid rate. Gotcha. He was basically tied with Jamal Williams oh, last year. There you go. All right. Uh, we have got to go. Thank you very much for listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. We will talk to you tomorrow with another episode. We'll have Jacob Gibbs on FFP in 5 as well. See you later, everybody.